Welcome to a very special edition of the Elite Bitcoin Holder Show. Today is March the 15th, 2020, and you are going to get a sneak peek at a tweet video that I will be posting on Monday morning. It's two minutes long. It will be the first thing that you hear uh, on this podcast. Following that is an old interview I did in early 2018, uh, and I hope you enjoyed that. Now, remember, regular scheduled program, Beyond Bitcoin Show, is already posted, so make sure you watch that. Make sure you don't forget that. And at some time on Monday morning, depending where you are, you will get the Sunday night show. So pound that like button, and really, I hope you enjoyed the sneak peek. This is for you guys in podcast land. I'm giving you this special. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister, and I want to reach out to the independent, free-thinking people of the world. Are you tired of the virus panic and, his and the hysteria? Bitcoin gives you panic immunity. Buying Bitcoin is a skin-in-the-game protest against the virus panic and hysteria. The hysteria and rise of authoritarianism is sickening. Teaching young people to be unquestionably compliant and setting an example of blind worship of authority is a much worse sickness than this virus. Bitcoiners are known as people who do not follow the herd. There is an alternative to the herd mentality here in the Bitcoin overlay. I invite you to opt out of the hysteria and escape the mainstream panic prison and become an independent Bitcoin thinker. We are living in a golden age. There is so much opportunity in Bitcoin. Do not be blinded by the mainstream doom that dominates social media these days. Are you tired of cancellations and cancelers? Bitcoin never closes. It can't be shut down by even the biggest victim virtue signaler in social media. The Bitcoin halving is in May and it will not be canceled. Now more than ever, the halving is not priced in. Bitcoin is about being in motion and productive and defiant in an age where many people are encouraging others to shut down and be dependent and compliant. History will remember who remained independent, free thinking, and refused to conform and truly resisted becoming a compliant bootlicker. Set an example with Bitcoin. Never fear. Strong hand. One day closer to an all-time high. Pound that retweet button. All right, welcome to uh, another episode on my YouTube channel, which I think I will re rename uh, Hyper Bitcoinization, uh, as we are big believers here. The reason that we are here today is because I'm joined by Adam Meister, uh, because I'm very excited to um, announce that he's coming to our Los Angeles meetup in Century City, April the 17th. In the show notes below, you can find the link to the um, meetup. Um, where you can buy your tickets and it, it'll be our biggest event so far. So I'm very excited about that. And we've had Adam before. Um, it was it was super uh, good. Uh, I'm very excited to have uh, a full meetup just for uh, Adam. So first of all, before we get into all the details, I just want to do a full disclaimer that none of what we say is financial advice. You got to do your own uh, research. This is only education and you're 100% responsible for your own investments. 
Um, but first of all, Adam, uh, welcome uh, to the show and thank you for being here. Anders, I am so pumped to be here. You can hear the birds chirping outside. It's real early in the morning here in Darwin, Australia. Everyone knows I travel all around the world talking about Bitcoin. I had to get up this early and be this excited because I am pumped to come back to Los Angeles on the 17th. I love being in Southern California. I love being here in Australia also, but I am so excited to be here today to talk about Bitcoin. And I am just pumped to see everyone again in LA. Thank you. And uh, I remember last year here, uh, you were really liking the uh, the atmosphere and, and uh, the, the positive vibe that, that uh, you mentioned you felt. So, so that was awesome. Um, but uh, Adam, uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit uh, either about yourself or maybe talk about when you first got into Bitcoin, uh, which year we're talking about and what were the circumstances? Well, I, I have been hearing about Bitcoin since I'd say 2011 at the very at the very latest i mean i might have heard about it in 2010 also but let's say it was 2011. i used to and i still do i love i love to read about finance and money and um the, the economy how it interacts with regular people but i like to see it from non-traditional perspectives also and i really started getting into i guess alternative financial websites in the late part of the uh previous decade and some of these alternative sites, I mean, some of them can get a little kooky sometimes, but uh, I did hear about Bitcoin from them. And uh, at first I was like, ah, oh, this sounds very complex, but I, I am interested in finance, I am interested in money, and I am interested in technology. So it stayed on the periphery um, for a little bit. And then it, it, it got into 2012. I, I can remember that clearly. And some more people were talking about it online. and I. I thought about it. I was like, well, wait a second. You know, it was, I was, it was in the single digits. I can kind of remember that. And it, and it would all of a sudden explode to the double digits. And I thought, well, you know, it still seems too complex to buy. I don't want to wire my money to a different country. And then finally in 2013, it, it got a little easier to buy. And I kept hearing about it more on these financial alternative financial channels, um, whether I'd been reading about it or on YouTube. And then I was like, I got to get in now. So I got my first two Bitcoin in 2013. And once I once I got a hold of them and started playing around with them, then I, it was just to the moon for me. I was just full in. I started making, I made my first Bitcoin video shortly after getting my first two Bitcoin. I was so inspired. And, um, you know, 2014 and 15 were down years for the price, but I was just buying and learning. And I started traveling um, to different places Uh meeting Bitcoin people actually in 2015. So that that's my start. That's my birth story, I guess, in Bitcoin. Right. And it, it's it's a great time. I mean, uh, if you can show passion and uh, enthusiasm uh, during the bear years of uh, 2014, 2015, uh, it, it shows that you're not just uh, like superficially um, um, surfacing uh, or doing like surface research, but, but you actually understand the um the deeper fundamentals that there's something here that uh can potentially change the world um i i know you're very bullish bitcoin which we we've already heard now in in, in this interview uh and you're bearish old coins uh why is that well i mean i i lived through the dot-com bubble also i was a young a young lad back then and uh i 
I, I saw all these great ideas uh, come out. You know, I, everyone was creating a company. Everyone and their brother and their mother was creating a company. And I saw them all disappear. And I see that with the altcoins. It's, it's really easy to make an altcoin. It's everyone's doing it. And now with the ICOs, it's really easy to make an ICO. Everyone's doing it. But I know that the, the cream rises to the crop, the, to the top, all right? And uh, Bitcoin is the best one. It was the original one. It's the one that everyone copies. And so I know on, on their own that most of these altcoins are completely, a lot of them are just scams and just pump and dumps. Um, I mean, there's, there's ones that have great intentions. A lot are ahead of their time. You got it on a certain level. You got to keep it simple. Most of the great talent out there in the cryptocurrency space is working on Bitcoin. It's not even funny um, to see how many more programmers are working on Bitcoin than on all the other ones combined. So when when you're down in the dirt, when you're especially the good people, ones, right? It, and that's all that matters. I mean, you can have a genius developer one genius developer and he's got a bunch of friends and he makes this awesome altcoin so so what who's heard of that altcoin i travel around the entire world and people ask me about cryptocurrency but they don't call it cryptocurrency they call it bitcoin they're like how can i buy that litecoin version of bitcoin they ask me and what they mean to say is how can i buy that litecoin cryptocurrency but they call it bitcoin so it's got the it's got the brand recognition but again um it's got a thousand geniuses working on it and, and and all their friends. I mean, people don't understand the overwhelming numbers that are already behind Bitcoin. It's got the first mover advantage. It's been tested and tried already. So it's it's fine. Go create your own altcoin if you want to. But to say that it's going to overtake Bitcoin is, is ridiculous. When you've cemented, I've been saying this for a long time. People can check out my archives from 2015 when I'm telling people, hey, you know, you should get 10 of these Bitcoin, pay a total of $4,000. You'll end up with 10 Bitcoin. You'll end up in good shape. And so I, I stand by my, my, my prediction record here. And sure, uh, other some of these altcoins, some of them will survive. Um, it, you know, it's really hard to like kill them. But for them to, to all, a bunch of them that all end up like one cent or less than a penny, in the long run, most of them are going to end up abandoned like that. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. So I, I guess uh, that when you when we say that uh, maybe a lot of them will survive, it's a definition of survival. Uh, I mean, will they thrive and actually grow in value or will they be worth a, a few pennies? Um, so uh, all these old coins, there's, there's different types. There's some, they, they, they also want to be money like Bitcoin wants to be money. Some of them wants to be utility tokens, a little bit more tied to a single company's success, um, which is probably more competing with the stock market market than it's competing with uh, money uh, uh, per se. Uh, do you see any of that anywhere that um, has any potential or, or uh, are you bearish the, the lot basically? What, what interests me is the, the privacy coins the privacy coin i think bitcoin could be more private um it, it could be more anonymous and all these developers are working on building a layer on top of bitcoin that will make it more anonymous um people say the lightning network which we're going to get into a little later is going to make bitcoin more anonymous but for now there are some anonymous coins that do something that bitcoin does not currently 
um, do as well as it could do. So, you know, you've got your Monero out there or your Zcash, and now you've got your Bitcoin private or B private. So those are, they provide a useful utility. There's, there's an answer right there. But eventually Bitcoin will be able to do what they do. So, I mean, and right now, are people, do people really need a privacy coin? Um, there, there are a few people that are into illegal activities that do, but I mean, I don't, I don't deal with such people. So, but I mean, again, ask those people if they need a market for, if they need a, a super private um, coin, and maybe they'll say yes, but I, I don't really know those people very much. And again, event, and eventually, Bitcoin will be just as anonymous as Monero supposedly is. I, I don't know how anonymous. It is. Yeah, I agree, and I think that um, a, a private Bitcoin is not only to avoid being caught doing something criminal; it's also for the people that uh, actually do have a lot of Bitcoin to to uh, not um, be uh, exposed to how much uh, wealth they actually have. The people that got in early, um, because with, with chain analysis, uh, if you don't have privacy, you only need one or two transactions um, where your name is, is, is uh, linked together and, uh, and they, someone who, who does this analysis can see your entire portfolio of, of, of holdings of Bitcoin. Yeah. So for that reason, I think uh, privacy is 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 a really good thing, and I, I see it coming to uh, to Bitcoin as well. Um, and regarding what you mentioned earlier, actually, and by the way, let me just remind uh, everyone watching this video that Adam Meister is coming to our meetup uh, April seventeenth in Los Angeles, Century City, um, and that's why we're interviewing Adam to get to know him better, and you have an idea of who is the person coming, and. Um, telling us how to uh, tune out from the crypto noise and make sure you keep your Bitcoin because we're all about Bitcoin in um, our meetup. We don't really believe in old coins. Um, but one of the things uh, you mentioned earlier about how many people working, uh, even a few good developers in Bitcoin uh, is valuable. But last year there was actually more than 800 um, uh, Bitcoin core contributors. So uh, I, I think what 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 seems to be the the case is that um not only is there a few really good developers in bitcoin um on bitcoin core but uh they're they also just focus on doing the job instead of marketing themselves uh, which is opposite it seems for a lot of the old coins uh, how do you see that oh yeah exactly they've got it they're sitting there silently just pounding away at all the boring technical, what well, would bore us, but it, 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 it may, it's interesting to them just building the actual coin, building its utility, uh, instead of just spreading the word, trying to pump its price. I mean, th th these are two different things. You've heard about some of these coins only because they've got marketing teams. Bitcoin right. is not, and they're centralized. Bitcoin is not centralized. It cannot pay people to market it. So it, it has volunteers, these genius volunteers, experimenting with it, building on it technically, technically, yeah. doing all, all these complex technical things instead of having a budget paying, you know, and, and you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with spreading the word about your coin. Individually, as fans of Bitcoin, we're all doing it. We're doing the, uh, that kind of work for them, the spreading of the word. But a lot of, a lot of these coins that are getting, that are getting people interested in them 
have paid marketing teams. And in the long run, it's it shows that you're a, a stronger coin, a stronger project when you have people working on technical aspects of your coin for free rather than paying people to pump up your coin in terms of marketing and and, and brand recognition. It, it's, it's two different directions. And sure. in, in the long term, it you build a solid base through uh, technical aspects of your coin, not through, you know, having a team uh, say, my coin is, is the greatest thing in the world and believe it, we'll, we'll give you free coins. There's no centralization of Bitcoin that way, which is just shows you the power of Bitcoin that this right. decentralized, me this decentralized mechanism is the number one coin out there, is the most popular one, is the most recognized one without a marketing budget at all. Right. Adam, both of us are uh, big believers in Bitcoin. I'm very interested to hear where do you see Bitcoin ultimately going? Uh, what will be the end uh, level uh, or role that Bitcoin will play in our society? Um, what do you see happening? I, I think it's almost I think it's almost unimaginable. It's like asking someone in 1994, you know, tell me about the apps that are going to be on the internet. In, uh, in in 2014, and you you couldn't have been able. You probably would have said, "Well, you'll be able to talk to people over the internet," but I mean, you couldn't predict YouTube. You couldn't. I mean, there, there's so many different directions this thing can go in that that are that's that, that's beyond money even. But but simply put, I, I think it, it will be the world reserve cryptocurrency, which it already is. But it, it is going to be a way. To, I mean, it might bring down governments, uh, give this in, in intense financial freedom to people that we do not even understand. Will it be the world currency? Um, will it replace the dollar ultimately? Uh, will there be no more paper? Will there be no more fiat? These are these are possibilities. I, I can't. I, I'm not sure. I don't think in the, in 20 years, if we still have the dollar, I think that'll be fine. I, I think. Um, you know, you believe in the hyper Bitcoinization that that could happen also. Um, it, it, it's and the possibilities are endless. It's very the possibilities are bullish. And yeah. I, I don't think we're going to be able to fully predict uh, how this is going to end up. I think it's very exciting how it's going to end up. Um, but, and I think that I think that there's going to be a lot of positive. I, I do know this. There's going to be there are going to be whole new industries built on top of Bitcoin. So many opportunities for regular people out there to start businesses and to make money off of this and not through sheer speculation, not through just I mean, it's a great through sheer speculation. You're going to do pretty well, too, I think. I mean, if you just hold it, that, that's what I tell people to do. If you're not a technical person, if you don't want to buy it, if you don't want to build a business around it. Um, that's cool. Just just buy some and don't do anything with it and, and, and wait. But if the entrepreneurial opportunities are going to be out there also, and um, just you know, me talking with people one on one at these type of events that at your your type of event, you you hear all the ideas, you meet all the creative people. It is just so exciting, and I love I love to talk about it. I love talking to people like you online about this because it just gets my mind going. And and to think about the positive future is. It is very exciting. We're on we're on the verge of of a revolution, a peaceful technical revolution that is going to be bigger than the internet. I think. Right. Yeah. I I, um, I agree. Um, re regarding nations potentially ending, I I, I used to um, 
think that way as well that you know libertarians are saying that uh, it's the printing press of money that are giving nations their power and that is why nations exist but we have to remember that we had sound money until 1933 which was the year where you if you had gold you had to sell your gold to united states government if you live in united states if you were a citizen here um and uh, so, so we had nation states uh, for centuries while there was sound money that wasn't, you know, where governments couldn't print more. So I, I, I think we have to um, agree that nation states can actually exist without having the power to print more money. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I, I, I only see uh, fairly positive things uh, or mostly fairly positive things coming out of, of Bitcoin. It far overweighs any negative uh, things in my point of view. Um, Adam, uh, so-called no-coiners that don't believe in cryptocurrencies at all, they claim that uh, Bitcoin can never be a currency because it is too volatile. What do you say to them? I mean, there's plenty of currencies out there that jump around in value, uh, that, that get hyperinflated and I mean, there's so many in, in Africa that are worth so much less today than they were uh, a year or two ago. And they're still, if the people are still using those. Uh, so I, I say this, that it, it, is, it is deflationary, um, which is a whole new experiment. We've only had inflationary currencies in the past. L let's see how it plays out. You know, the price has been jumping around a lot and people are still using it to transact, to send money across borders. Um, it, it hasn't slowed down people using it. So I, I say those are just people coming up with the excuses and they're, they might be a little bitter or sad that they don't, they don't have, have Bitcoin. I mean, what, what do they wanna use? Do they wanna use a currency from Ghana instead? I mean, what, what, what's better? What, what, what would you rather have your hands on? What's, what, what has more utility? I mean, you can't, all these other currencies and gold, regular regular fiat currencies and gold, you cannot take from across a border without, you know, you can be searched. They'll know you have it. Bitcoin, you can't say that. You can take that across a border. No one will know that you have it. You've got it in your head. You've got your private key written down somewhere. It is it is almost magical. It, it, it's, it's properties and it's usefulness when you look at it that way. So sure, the, the price in terms of fiat might jump around, but I tell people, value your wealth in Bitcoin. So if you value your wealth in Bitcoin, if you have one Bitcoin today, you still have one Bitcoin tomorrow. It, it didn't change in value at, at all. It, who cares about what it's, it's, it's worth in terms of dollars? That's you're, you're stuck in the old paradigm if you're worried about that. You should be trying to get more and more Bitcoin because it, 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 is, it is people will very much accept Bitcoin from you in so many countries um, for their products. I mean, people um, in the West, we're, we're not used to um, our entire monetary system going down, being inflated out of existence, at least not in the United States or Canada, probably. Um, but these other people all around the world, they understand and they know that, hey, you know, I, I want the real thing. I want the I want the Bitcoin. And some of them will take dollars, too, and everything like that. But you see where I'm going with this. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Um so uh, Bitcoin has a um, a very uh, safe base layer in the in the protocol uh, that is um, it's it maybe slower to transact, but it's also 
considered to be by far the most secure uh, cryptocurrency um, because of all the mining power and uh, the, the, the people who have developed on it and removed Bach and, and improved on it uh, since 2009. Um, now, uh, a layer on top of that, well, many layers are coming on top of that, but the one that is most famous is Lightning, uh, which is a so-called second layer solution, which will actually enable instant um, uh, near zero fee transactions. So these fees will be sub, sub, sub pennies, and um, the transactions will happen faster than you can load a website. It'll be like nanoseconds. Uh, what, what's your what's your take on Lightning, and how do you see um, that um, um, sort of influencing Bitcoin in general in the in the period forward? Yeah, the there, there, there are two perspectives on this, and uh, there's the technical perspective, and then there's the marketing perspective. You mentioned no coiners, um, people who don't have any coins and just like to rip on Bitcoin, or then, then, then there's some altcoiners who do the same thing, which is there, it's there, right? You can say what you're going to do. What people love to repeat who do not like Bitcoin is that it's too expensive to send and it's too slow to send. Well, here's your marketing victory right here Lightning Network, it's fast and it's cheap. There you go. You can't, the people who constantly say it's too slow or it's, and it's too expensive. Your answer now, your marketing answer to them is lightning network. There's the solution. What? So now what are you going to complain about? What are you going to, where's the fear and the uncertainty and the doubt that you're going to spread about Bitcoin? So that's, it's, a, it's an incredible uh, marketing victory there, but, but technically this is so cool that you're, you're going to be able to do this now. And I am not a technical guru at all, but this is going to be the first successful second or the first popular um, second layer solution built on top of Bitcoin. So this is going to open the door to so many other second layer solutions, such as a privacy one. And who knows what else that we can't even imagine now in terms of building on top of Bitcoin. So on that technical level, this is opening the door for so much. And people are building businesses around this lightning network. So the, the opportunity on a technical level is, is overwhelming. It's, it's tremendous. So I am very excited about it. I get asked about it everywhere that I go. So I wish I, I, I had some more technical answers. And I, you know, there's so many, Andreas Antonopoulos talks about it. Uh, uh, Vortex talks about it. And he'll be coming to uh, Southern California after me, actually, I, I believe. And oh, so yeah, um, June 2nd, Vortex is coming to uh, our uh, Century City uh, meetup in Los Angeles. Uh, very exciting as well. Yeah, so we have all these people, whether they be uh, technical geniuses like those dudes or guys like me who are just uh, love to talk Bitcoin. Everyone's excited about this uh, Lightning Network. So uh, I, I, the possibilities are endless. Absolutely. Um, so what other areas do you think than, than lightning that we can agree is, is very interesting? What, what, what other areas in Bitcoin do you see as interesting? What do you see happening? Uh, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing right now is, is, is the lightning, is the lightning that, that we're de definitely in, in terms of, because when it boils down to it, it, it is, you know, let, let's build a technical monster, a good, not monster, a, a, a technical giant here. Let, let's do that. And the world, and it's going to change the world. Now, on um, I guess on a financial level, it is interesting. Um, I, I'm a buy and holder. Again, I, I all I ever do, I don't trade. 
I don't, I've never sold a Bitcoin for dollars. Okay. In the year 2020, we have something called the Bitcoin halving coming up. We already lived through the Bitcoin halving of 2016. Every four years, the supply of Bitcoin that miners produce gets cut in half. So that there's going to be less and there's going to be less Bitcoin put on the market starting in 2020, which is an exciting thing. It's a deflationary aspect. I'm looking, I've been talking that up for a long time and you lived through the 2016 halving. So, you know, that there's these, right. That, that people don't find out about it until the last second. They really should know about it now. So all of you viewers who don't know about it, look into it. Um, and, and that, that's not crypto noise. That is hardcore crypto knowledge. That's the type of thing I'm going to be talking about at, at my speech stuff that you're going to, that you know, like that, that you're like, wow, that's really bullish for Bitcoin instead of getting distracted by all, you know, the latest, hottest uh, altcoin. But, 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 but going back to that, that is going to be a big, big event. And if you know about it in advance, you're going to be like, oh, wait, a bit, the Bitcoin's probably going to go up in value because of that. So again, I, I don't make price predictions. Um, and again, this is not an investment channel. It's not an investment advice. Now, another thing Education. in terms of, uh, yeah, yeah. Another thing that you should know about in terms of Bitcoin and I guess financial innovation is that we have all of these coins forking off of Bitcoin. I call them crypto dividends. And if you're a holder of Bitcoin, if you control your own private key, you get all of these crypto dividend altcoins for free. Okay. So in, in that, and then you can turn them into Bitcoin. People buy these things. We had B cash, we had B gold, and now the, the one that people are talking about, and I've been talking about, is, is one that's called um, B Private, Bitcoin Private. I don't even call them by their Bitcoin names because there's only one Bitcoin. I, I, I appreciate people, that. I, appreciate I, don't that. Want, I don't want people getting confused. So let's call it B Private. Well, this B Private was basically just born yesterday, and we're all getting this free privacy version of Bitcoin. And I think the market up for that, or is that uh, automatically granted? It's, it's auto if you control your private key, you can right. split. Um, right. You know, is, we're not, it, we're not, is there we're value not, on them yet, Adam? Is there a value on them? Do people know if they're getting 0.1% of a Bitcoin value? Is it a 1% of a Bitcoin value? Or We're, we're going to know soon because these guys actually have it set up that um, there are exchanges that are going to be able to trade it like right away. So by the end of the week, we'll, we'll have a, we'll know a value that it'll be on exchanges. I mentioned this because we were talking about privacy beforehand. We're talking about altcoins beforehand. And, uh, you know, it's, it's already involved in the, in the Bitcoin ecosystem in this way. Um, and it's nothing to obsess over, you know, don't, don't lose your private key because of this, but, while all these other people try to build new altcoins, if you're just off of Bitcoin, you as a holder of Bitcoin can benefit as and think of them as a crypto dividend, just a free present from someone. And um, yeah. there are ways to there's ways to turn them into Bitcoin. There's a lot of people say like, oh, I wish there would be interest payments on Bitcoin. Well, you can think of this as an interest payment on your Bitcoin. Or a lot of people say, oh, I only can afford one Bitcoin. And that may be true. But you're you're getting these free altcoins from just holding your bitcoin and then you can turn them into more bitcoin which is if you look at it that way is a very positive aspect of of these airdrops or crypto dividends or whatever you want to call them so that's something that is interesting um, um uh, and, and going on currently 
I would just like to add to that that uh, people should never enter their seed in some uh, uh, random website that claims that they can help them get their uh, airdrops because then they will lose all of their Bitcoin, highly likely. So they got to be extremely careful about how they claim these um, if their hardware wallet is not helping them with them, which it seems not really to be the development happen happening anymore, then they, they should. And this is, you know, you got to do your own research. But as I understand it, you got to first move your Bitcoin to a new hardware wallet, back up that seed, several copies of this seed. Now, the original seed where you no longer have your Bitcoin, that you can get your airdrop on. Um, or I mean, the airdrop is there. Uh, or the fork, and, and then you can start and play with it. But first, you got to make sure to move your Bitcoin unless you want to uh, lose it. Am I correct? You are correct. And we shouldn't even be now we're getting real tactical with the people on here. And yeah. so if, if, if people don't understand this, then you just wait to an easy solution. Uh, your Trezor sometimes split splits it for you. And again, again, when I'm in Los Angeles, and I'm meeting everyone at this event, and I'm going to meet every single person there, you can ask me questions like this that we're talking about. And I will take the time and I will answer everything to the, my, the best of my ability. I love communal events like this because the, everyone does have a very specific question and very specific concerns. And it's just you get a feel for the excitement and what direction the entire ecosystem is going on. And it's just I love to connect people. I love to connect people. And it's just going to be a, a totally awesome, a totally awesome event where I'm going to be connecting people, answering questions. And, man, I can talk and talk and I'll stay as late as as they allow us to stay in the room, baby, to talk to everybody that's there. I'm real excited. That's awesome. That's a great promise for the, the people coming. And, and by the way, I can only second that uh, on the meetups we have, it's, it's a really good crowd and it's, it's, um, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a great network opportunity for um, everyone attending. There's a little extra plug for the event, uh, April 17th, link down below. Um, uh, and... Uh, uh, yeah, actually, this one is going to be by far the biggest uh, event event we've done so far. Um, we are for the first time using the big cinema where we have uh, space for 100 seats. And before we had uh, 46 seats in the smaller cinema. Uh, so it's going to be an uh, awesome uh, event that I'm very much looking forward to, Adam, with, uh, with you up at the front. Um, and you have specifically said you don't need a mic because you... You, you can speak loud enough so everyone can hear you. We look forward to that. Um, Adam, though, um, here in uh, we're getting near the end, but um, if we should be fair to people, both you and I are very positive Bitcoin. Um, if we should try and be, uh, or you should try and be a little bit critical or, um, or yeah, ask, ask critical questions. Uh, what, what, what do you think is, is negative for Bitcoin? Uh, or, or what's the dangers um, uh, that Bitcoin is facing, if any? Um, and, and how do you see 2018 play out in general, both positive and negative? So that's two questions. But first, what, what's the dangers for Bitcoin this year and how do you see the year play out? The, da the, the dangers of Bitcoin is that if too many people in the Bitcoin community and I've seen this in different countries to varying degrees, get obsessed with making it accepted, uh, to, to catering to the governments, to, to uh, worrying about regulation, to getting just distracted 
by regulation. There are too many people out there that are like, well, let's let's invite uh, some federal regulators to our conference so they can talk about you know why Bitcoin should be regulated. And just playing into that game is not productive. It's let them come to us. Okay, let's not worry about building second layer regulation uh, aspects of, of, of Bitcoin and worrying about, oh, let, let's play the New York license agreement game. Let's, let's invite all these Ben Lasky guys over and, and try to work with them. It's a waste of time. They do not understand it yet. And to prop them up as legitimate Bitcoin voices does not help the it slows down the progress of Bitcoin. And you know, I, I'm going to South Africa basically in a couple of days. I'm going to be at a tremendous event there. And the uh, one of the last times I was in South Africa, or the first time I was in South Africa, there were so many South Africans that wanted to cater to the South African government that were like inviting all of these people from the, the finance ministry or their central bank. And I found it to be such a waste of time. And it, I don't think it was, I don't think it was very productive for the, I don't think it really helped the progress of Bitcoin in South Africa. And so, and then there are probably going to be people from South Africa who are like, well, you have to play by their game. But now you, that's not what Bitcoin is about. It's not about playing by the rules whatsoever. So here in the United States, which is the financial capital of the world, not here, I, I'm from the United States. You're in the United States right now. Um, I'm against. But in, in the United States, we cannot worry too much about what these and put too much into every little move the government does. We cannot put them on a pedestal because once you start catering to them and making them a legitimate voice, they're going to have the power to put a wrench in the entire thing and slow it down. Not that anyone can destroy Bitcoin, but if you give these, these people who don't know a thing about Bitcoin too much of a say, they're, they'll be happy to take that say and take it a hundred miles longer and just, just, you know, mess up the whole thing. So let's, you, you know, let's be legal here, but let's say to, to government, Hey, if you want to play the game, you're going to play by our rules. Don't don't put too many rules on us here. We're not giving you a we're not giving you a mic to tell us what the rules are here to give you an opportunity to put more rules on us. So there's there, there there's a negative aspect, but it's something that you could look yeah. at as a positive if you right. just if you don't don't deal with them. But no, what were you going to say? Sorry. Right. Well, so Adam, you don't think that um, it's a good idea to uh, ask permission? Uh, please, can we uh, be allowed to replace you? We're here to disrupt you. Uh, will you allow us, please? Uh, you don't think that uh, that's the right approach? Yeah, that's not that, <laughs> not at all. You just let let do what you're gonna do. Just do what you want to do. You know, pay your taxes and everything, of course. Um, but but do just work. Technically speaking, work on the progress, and whatever ends up happening ends up happening. Um, and you know, anyone's if someone wants to attend the conference, let them buy a ticket to the conference. Don't put them as the main speaker at the conference, though. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's just you know messing up the whole engine. It's slowing down your car. Don't, don't do that. You know, you want the best oil possible in your car. You don't want the, uh, the, the government brand. <laughs> yes. uh, so um, on the meetup, April seventeenth, where you're coming and doing your presentation. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you will be talking about? You touched a little bit upon it earlier. Like, what can we expect without revealing all your conclusions? Of course, um, let's keep a little bit for the excitement. But let, let's uh, let's hear a little bit about what you will um, will talk about. Well, 
right every day people email me some of the craziest questions you've ever heard and the re the reason they ask these questions is because they're hearing so much nonsense so much crypto noise so many rumors out there and some of it it's like a soap opera almost and people a lot of people's natural tendency is to get obsessed with drama and soap opera type of topics and they get distracted and they end up doing crazy things with their Bitcoin. So I am going to try to separate the fact from the fiction so people do not get distracted. And I'm going to try to get people more focused on the end goal of just holding your Bitcoin. And then some people are going to say, well, that sounds kind of boring, just holding your Bitcoin. And it sounds easy just to hold your Bitcoin. Oh, no, it's not that easy. And there are so many distractions out there. And some of you right now might be thinking, well, there aren't that many distractions. And you might think that one of the, distract the distractions that are, are out there is totally legitimate. And you might be involved in something that's totally illegitimate right now that's a total distraction where you're going to end up losing your coin. So it's, it's good to go to these educational opportunities so you see like, oh, my God, that was nothing but a distraction and a scam. And I could have lost some Bitcoin that way. So I'm going to be there separating the fact from the fiction, making sure that people stay focused and don't get caught up in all of these very tempting distractions in the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin e ecosystem. There have been an incredible amount of them, and they're just growing more and more every day, and they seem more legitimate every day, these scams, and they become more vicious and dangerous every day. I mean, BitConnect. Um, if people got caught up in that, there's a perfect example of crypto noise and a scam and something that people lost a lot of Bitcoin to. Absolutely. I agree. Well, that sounds very exciting. Um, thank you very much for um, joining me, Adam. We, uh, we look forward to having you. And, um, and I, I, I did, I did, I, I did want to add, besides that topic, you can ask me any other questions too. There'll be a question and answer session afterwards. So that, Absolutely, that yeah. So um, both Adam and I enjoy uh, Q&A after a presentation um, because there's a lot of questions, as you said, in, uh, in this space. And it's nice to clear up any uh, uh, doubts or uh, gray areas. And, um, and there's just so much to talk about. So yeah, we really look forward to someone with your experience. Uh, many years as a content producer, YouTuber in, in this space and following it uh, pretty much living Bitcoin full time uh, with your knowledge uh, being there to share the, the knowledge and uh, answer the questions. And shout out to World Crypto Network, uh, which is also a great channel to follow, no doubt. Um, all right, Adam, is there anything here um, before we go that you want to add uh, to the people? Yeah, I, I just want to say, if you want to check me out, if you want to even learn more, if you want to get even more pumped about my April 17th uh, talk and get more excited for it, you know, check me out on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Um, you can watch all my, I post a new video every day at my channel. DisruptMeister.com is a shortcut to my YouTube channel. You can just look me up on YouTube at, at, at BitcoinMeister. But also, I, I am part of the World Crypto Network. We have... We're all in podcast form. There's the, you can look up the, all the World Crypto Network's podcasts. You can listen to Tone Bays, listen to Adam Meister, Vortex, Andy Hoffman, uh, to Thomas Hunt. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping people. All sorts of people are involved in the podcast. 
at the World Crypto Network. That was that's what my shirt is. It is it's where the smart people hang in, in, in this space. There's some really smart dudes, and um, it's it's all about the content with us. It's not about the pretty pictures and the fancy graphics. It's about getting the knowledge out there. So look us all up. I'm really pumped to meet everyone in Southern California. Come come from Northern California too if you wanna down to LA. I love LA. It's gonna be great on the 17th. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, I recommend definitely follow Adam uh, on his uh, YouTube videos. There's there's lots of good content there, um, and and on Twitter as well. So please do check that out. All right, uh, everyone, thank you very much for watching. Hope to see you as many of you as possible, April 17th, and. Uh, mm -hmm. Adam, if we should um, hang out, I can see there's a few uh, viewers um, here live on the video. Um, if we want to hang out with them in chat, ask them, you know, see if there's any questions or something. Is that stop broadcast? Go to the live chat. Or? I I will tell everyone that's watching this live right now to pound that like button. That I forgot to say. And yes, I will. I will. If you guys pound that like button right now, I'm going to click on the chat. And we have about five to 10 minutes before it shuts down. So I'll, I'll say hi to everybody in the chat. So yes, we'll be able to do that too once this is over. So you push end and we'll we'll say hi to everyone in the chat then. So pound that like button, everybody. Thanks, Adam. Um, so stop broadcast and then go yes. to the link I sent you earlier. Awesome. Yes. All right. See, see, you, see you in the chat, guys. Bye.